Hello, this is Diana Jarvis from the Young Reporter Scheme, and today I'm interviewing Liberty Martin, who did the scheme with me in 2014. Welcome to the podcast, Liberty. It's really lovely of you to join us today from New York, and thank you for giving up your time. Thank you for having me. You did the scheme in 2014, and at the time you won the Extra Mile category, and you went on to win Young Reporter, the top reporter, which has never, never happened in the history of the scheme prior to that or since then. But it must have been a huge achievement to actually have had that award given to you. Yes, it was extremely validating um, because I think it was the first time I ever did journalism. So I, I think because I'm competitive, I did want to win. But I didn't know if um, I didn't really know if my work was good or not because I hadn't done anything previous to compare it to. Yeah. Um, so because I want to be a journalist, it was very, very validating and knew I knew that I was on like, the right path. So you saw the scheme advertised at your school. I mean, what inspired you to decide to do it? Well, because I wanted to be a journalist and I didn't have any other opportunities to do any journalism because I guess I was just very young at the time. I I remember seeing it, in fact, the year before I even applied. So I saw and I was like, okay, that's what I want to do when I'm old enough. We don't have like school newspapers like they do in the US at secondary school. Um, Yeah. Yes, so I, I wanted to try out journalism, so that's the reason I applied. So how did you find the scheme? It it really stretched me because at the time, I'm an introvert, so I didn't like um, going up to people to talk to them. Um, but when I realised, because I wanted to win and I wanted to do well in the scheme, when I realised I had to do it for interviews, I basically had to like push myself and it really built my confidence. It also taught, it got, helped me to get very organised um, because I had to like plan ahead of time for stories. I had to make sure I did the picture. I had to have my tech working in terms of recording interviews, making sure I had enough time to write and then submit it. I also, a teacher used to um, help me. So I would write and then give it to her. She'd be like an editor and say, and give me points for improvement and stuff, which is how it actually works in the real world um because I've done an internship since then yeah um, you said at the time it did wonders for your confidence and also it gave you a new love for interviewing yeah and since I've really enjoyed interviewing and I've, I've been commissioned to do it um at uni there's a festival called World Black Booth for Barnard and they were basically they wanted to do interviews with um, student artists all right and so I um yeah did all of those interviews and I really really enjoyed it and I do think there's like an art to interviewing now so I've been developing that since so you went uh, to university out in New York uh, you yes. chose to go there what, what was your sort of reason for going out there um, because I um, you have more time to figure out what you want to do in terms of like specializing your degree in the United States so in the UK I was going to do a joint degree so I couldn't even choose one subject then I was going to do English and Spanish but I wanted to do something that would combine the two so I'm doing comparative literature right now at university which is when you compare literature across different cultures and languages so I'm doing Spanish French and English to study the Caribbean right I mean that must be fascinating to go and sort of study abroad and must be really exciting to actually get a place there yes it's very exciting Um, I definitely recommend um, spending time abroad if you can because it's interesting to see like how different cultures operate I would have assumed that um, at first I thought that the UK and the US wouldn't have that much difference because like the shared language and things like that yeah um, but it's, I had a little bit of a culture shock when I moved over because I realized like how different people think and how different the countries operate so yeah it's been 
really interesting also to see how they approach education as well in terms of like I have to take loads of different classes and there's a lot more freedom. When do you finish? I graduate in April which is crazy. Yeah it's gone fast hasn't it? It really has. (laughs) So I mean you've obviously done quite a lot of writing since you've sort of left school and been at university. I mean just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I got internship at the Financial Times after my first year of uni. My school had a um, like a trip to um, the Financial Times and I sort of went as like a chaperone because it was for, I was 18 at the time and this trip was really for, um, I think like year 10 students, but the teacher was meant to go and they couldn't and because I was 18 at the time and um, my teacher who was going knew that I was interested in journalism, she asked me if I could come along. So I did, and then I got in touch with um, Abby Scott, who's a great person at the FT. And I think because of the um, confidence that young reporter gave me, I was able to like keep in touch with her. And so I, through her, I got this internship at the Financial Times. Um, it was meant to be three weeks, but I managed to stretch out to three months over oh, the wow. summer. Yeah, because I, this, this is a tip, I um, got into contact with um, a previous intern who was there. And she told me to get involved in um, long-term projects because they'll keep you on for longer. You've been, they'll like extend your contract, basically. Yeah. So that's what I did. I ended up taking on a project about the underrepresentation of Black cannabis businesses in the U.S. cannabis industry because it's becoming legalized and there's lots of money to be made. But African-Americans are disproportionately imprisoned for um, cannabis possession. So there's a big discrepancy there and I realized that the FT hadn't done a story on it oh right I did that that involved um, a lot of interviews and I (laughs) I came up with the idea on like the last week of my internship so it got extended because of that and also ended up doing a podcast about it so I'm more interested in audio journalism now yeah so yeah I ended up doing a podcast on it and then I got involved with the um, video team and they took me on for a project that's fascinating and a huge experience. Yes. You know, for someone so young. Yes, yes. And I think the Young Reporter Scheme really helped to prime me for that because that was the only um, journalism experience I had. But um, all the skills that I had to do transferred over to doing um, the DFT internship. So my constant badgering of emails paid off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what else have you done? I got involved with the Black Cultural Archives in Brixton. I did a small internship there in terms of helping out with an ex- exhibition because I've been interested in doing like cultural work, um, working in archives. I'm, I'm a nerd, I like, I like archives and libraries. I think they're like great resources and super interesting. Uh, yeah, seeing how important they are in terms of like culture and um, knowledge production while I've been in university. So, started my own podcast called Lose Your Sister, where me and a friend talk about art from the perspective of like the African diaspora because I'm Black British, she's African American. So that's been really fun. I also have a radio show now. Um, that just started, yeah, um, at my uni radio station. I mean, that's interesting and a very different type of media. Yes, yeah. I think, I don't know why I like audio so much. I think because it, gives a new dimension to stories because you actually hear the voices of people who are involved. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, And then I like it better than filming things because I feel like things get really technical and like finicky when it comes to um, filming an image because like if people aren't centered right and there's like more things that can go wrong about lighting, is the weather okay? 
this, that, and the other. Can you see the mic? I feel like I have to do a lot more takes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. So, so what yeah. are your plans now, obviously coming to the end of your uni experience? So right now I'm applying for internships, audit um, journalism internships. So wish me the best of luck. Cause I do. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, applying for more internships. So um, is that in the States or is that back here in the UK? Um, it's in the States at the moment. So you plan to stay there? At least for a year. Um, there's this thing called OPT, which is like the work permit you can get after you graduate. And it's through your visa. And I thought I might as well take that opportunity because it will be more complicated to figure out ways to stay in the US or try to work here. Yeah. So that yeah. lasts for like a year. Oh, right. So yeah. I guess, you know, you'll see what happens at the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see what happens. You know, I really wish you all the very, very best with, you know, what you decide to do. And it's lovely that you've spent some time talking to me today about your experience of young reporter and your hopes for the future. So I do wish you good luck. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me on. This has been Diana Jarvis talking to Liberty Martin.